the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program was pre-recorded, and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Gather round. It's time for your real estate chalk talk with the Hitner Group at Coldwell Banker Burnham. Listen closely as your coaches discuss the culture, the economy, and the political scene, and how it affects your home and your real estate investments. Real Estate Chalk Talk is where you learn the science of buying and selling real estate and the art of living in your home. Your education begins in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Hey there, welcome to the program. This is your Real Estate Chalk Talk, broadcasting from the legendary HittnerGroup.com, H-I-T-T-N-E-R, group, all one word, HittnerGroup.com, 612-627-8000, that's 612-627-8000. You know, a couple times a year, uh, it's just uh, Kelvin and uh, Senior uh, in the studio as we do our mid-year kind of just, we're talking about real estate today. Uh, just kind of going over some of the numbers, some of the insights, some of the things that we're finding as the market seems to continually evolve. It's never every time someone says this is the new normal, I kind of get a chuckle, right? Because right. the new normal typically only lasts a few months, and then uh, it's mm-hmm. on to a different a new normal, a new normal, a different right. new normal. So just to kind of review where we are in the in the market here as we approach uh, the mid year point. Uh, we have inventory on the market now is about 15% more than it was at the beginning of the year. <clears throat> so inventory has 15% more. 15% okay. more homes for sale in the seven county metropolitan area. It's about 5,300 houses for sale. Huh, that is up. And that is up. And that's about actually the same, almost, you know, within like 15 units as it was a year ago. Really? Yeah, pretty interesting. So, but if you go back pre COVID, uh, when we were still in a hot market, you mm-hmm. know, 2018, 19, 20 hot market, uh, there, you know, we're about 62% lower in inventory. Than 62% we were. lower. Yeah, that's wow. A, that's a big number. So almost there was... So we had 10, 12, about 12,000? Not 9,000. 9,000. Yeah, about 8,000, okay. 8, 9,000 houses on the market, and now we're down to about, you know, 5,000. Time on market then versus now? Time the on idea? market then was measured in minutes, and uh, time on market now is, you know, 35 days, 30, 35 days, depending on the price point. So time on market has... Has gone up dramatically has gone with up. less inventory. You would think it'd be different than that, right? Well, that's More your fault. Right? That's your fault, Calvin. It's all the interest rates. Yep. It, everything <clears throat> has to do with interest rates. Mm-hmm. Um, and to be honest with you, if, if you if interest rates suddenly came down mm-hmm. to where they were before, we'd be in a world of hurt. Because with this low inventory number, and we would suddenly bring in, we double our, our uh, the number of buyers that are in the market mm-hmm. because they could suddenly afford to be in the market. <clears throat> it would be a crisis out there. Really? Oh. In what regard? Why well, do you that? even now, I mean, we sold a house last week in Apple Valley. 
uh, you know, nice little split entry house, clean as a whistle, three and a, you know, two and a half car garage, beautiful, nice, really nice house. You know, and you're at that price point in some of those suburbs, uh, it's still just you know tons of showings, multiple offers, right. and all that. So now, now imagine bringing doubling that number and bringing in twice as many people. Hmm. So you have. More people being disappointed because there's no inventory to sell. There's more pressure. Prices are gonna would start running out of control again. Price, mm-hmm. you know, one thing that has happened with this is we have achieved price stability. So we've got prices now normalizing in terms of appreciation. It's kind of just tracking. It's more mm-hmm. of a historical level. Right. You know, we've had such tremendous run up over the last, you know, three years or so. It's just been it's unsustainable. Mm-hmm. Just like three and a half percent or three percent interest rates were unsustainable right that kind of run up in values is unsustainable right uh so this morning they're talking about um appreciation in the real estate market they said in january it actually dipped appreciation went down two percent but now it's fully recovered and they anticipate about a four to four to six percent depending on where you're at And this was a global number right appreciation yet so that's pretty pretty and, shocking and we found that too Don't and, you I, think and we'll i found flat. the same thing the first quarter of this year even in the twin city market mm-hmm. uh we were off about a half a percent first quarter in terms of uh, average sale price okay. i hesitate to say value because because uh average sale price i can deal with median sale price i can deal with right but in terms of value oh did my property lose value well no not, not. unless you bought it last year Right. You know, if you bought it last year, yeah, it was off a half a percent. If you bought it 10 years ago, you haven't gone, it hasn't gone no. down at all because right. if you measure, it's doubled, mm-hmm. you know, right. over right. the last 10 years. So, uh, anyway, sorry, keep that. going well, through. It's all right because that's true. It's, it's all it's all relevant. And then you look at the move through, which is what I look at. Yeah, new pendings, it's 20 days on market, uh, is the average days on market before something goes pending. So, really? From, yeah, from okay. the time it, it gets uh, uh, on the market 20 days, and that's... Is that good? Do you feel like that's good? I feel like that's uh, probably about... Again, so much of this, I wanted to... Uh, t- I just did, ran out of time. I wanted to... Maybe we'll do it for next week. I wanted to do an analysis by price point hmm. because... What are you looking at? Well, the from 400 and below is a completely different market than... 400 and above or say 500 oh, it'd be interesting to see days on market for under four and over four yeah, right i mean it's just a completely different market and then I over mean, eight under you know th- probably three segments right under four four to eight and then eight plus yeah actually a million over is a market in itself so once you over hit, a million yeah, yeah over a million is a market all in of itself oh really because you, you're getting in there to people with lots of money and you know lots of cash and they're less interest rate sensitive Generally speaking. Generally, yeah. Yeah. They're less interest rate sensitive. They're a little bit more sophisticated in terms of them just because of their accomplishments and their Mm -hmm. financial position. You know, Mm -hmm. they understand that they just want the house that they want. Uh, They're building it in many cases or they're going to buy something and they're going to do substantial renovations and make substantial changes to it anyhow. Right. And putting a, a, a large amount of cash into the project. And, you know, when rates come down, they'll refinance. 
Hmm. You know, they just, yep. you know, it's just kind of like, oh yeah, it costs a little bit more now, but that's you know, in a couple of years or mm-hmm. eight months or whatever the number is, you keep moving or last or last May or right. last May, yeah, you keep moving <laughs> a month ago, moving the number. I know the, of when it's going to be. Yeah, so that's great. Uh, but in twenty new listings sold, you know, in the, uh, the last seven days, about uh, nine hundred. Uh, that's down a little bit from last week. Last week was about eleven hundred, uh, and then you look at the same day. Uh, a couple of years ago, it always runs about eleven to fifteen hundred homes a week. So the move through is slower now. I mean, mm-hmm. the number of properties that have sold uh, is slowing down. I think we're going to have a real traditional real estate cycle this year. Normally, for cycle a, meaning uh, activity during certain periods of the year. Exactly is that right. Mean I mean, that? real estate okay. is is always. There's three seasons in a year. I mean, there's their trimester. You always say trimester, right? Everybody first, says quarters, but I you're know, Mr. But trimester. I it isn't quarters. I mean, the quarters, because that's what business looks at is right. quarters. So you but, go January, February, March, April, and right. then you go May, June, July, August. Right. So you got yep. your spring market, your summer market, and your fall market. Okay. And so the spring market is always very robust. Lots of people coming on. Lots of rental uh, leases expiring. Uh, lots of first-time homebuyer activity. You've got that whole thing. Right. Summer market slows. You've got agents on vacation, loan officers on vacation, uh, people on vacation. They're up north. They're just kind of, you know, doing their enjoying Minnesota in the summertime. Mm-hmm. Then as you but, get, but those are our biggest closing months. Well, that's because the property sold in the first trimester. Right. Okay. So so you're sold going sold date versus closing. Yeah, I'm looking okay. at activity. Okay. Yeah. You know, when people are out shopping. Yep. And so in the summertime, you know, June is still pretty good. May is still pretty good. Um, July goes town. August, mm-hmm. August crickets. Safe air comes on. I mean, it's just crickets. Um, that's just so, so weird. It is so weird. But and then you got and then you've got uh, uh, people going up and closing up their cabins and over Labor Day and all that. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly it's like, oh my God, winter's coming. And you know we got. And there's get a in. hustle bustle to there's get everything. There's a hustle bustle. Now we got to get in. Uh, you'll have some summertime moves are generally people's our school mm-hmm. district moves. Right. You know, could be want to get their kids into the school district, or they want to you know at least get the address, even if they don't close. Yeah. At least they got the PA written and the closing dates set so that they can get their kids registered. What would be if you were going to buy a property? When would you do it? When do you think you have the best market for a buyer? Is it that third, your third trimester, or good your question. third trimester? Trimester, yeah, right? It's a good question. The best time from a buying standpoint, there's two times here actually when it's really good: July and August. July and early August, good time to buy. Why? Uh, inventory tends to be stabilized uh, because there's lower showing activity. Sellers tend to be a little bit more malleable in okay. terms of... So they get a little nervous? They get a little nervous. Days on the market kind of creeping up on them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the in in August, you know, some properties can kind of start looking a little dog-eared, you know, as the dog days of summer roll in. And then December, November, December are good times to buy. Because nobody likes having their house on the market during snow time and cold and all that stuff. So those yep. people are typically very motivated, a lot of relocation stuff. A lot of divorce stuff going on at that mm. time, probate stuff. So okay. uh, motivated sellers at that time of the year. This is your Real Estate Chalk Talk, 612-627-8000, 612-627-8000. When we come back, I'm going to do a rent versus buy kind of a conversation with Calvin Kamick, the money man, when we come back. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.